So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Okay, so today we're going to uncomplicate intermittent fasting and actually make it very easy for you, okay? It's actually quite simple. I mean, intermittent fasting is basically not eating, okay? So it's not starving, it's just you're omitting uh, all these frequent meals. It's actually very, very simple, but... A lot of times people complicate it. They want to know, can I have my supplements? Yes, you can have your supplements. Can I have tea? Yes, you can have your tea. Can I drink water? Yes, you can drink water. Um, you can have some coffee. The point is that a true fast is just water and nothing else, okay? But if we're adding supplements or tea or a little coffee, I'm going to still consider that fasting and you're not going to really break the fast, okay? All right, so here's the big thing about intermittent fasting to make it really, really simple. You actually want to let your body dictate when to feed it, okay? When to eat. And also how long you're going to go without eating. So the time may vary because you only want to eat when you're hungry, okay? And then not eat when you're not hungry. And it might sound really simple, but sometimes you have to explain it to people because at the first hint of a little slight hunger, People just start eating. I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. Because even in the morning at 8 o'clock a.m., you have a hormonal spike of cortisol. Okay, that's an adrenal hormone. That's a stress hormone. That will make you a little hungry. So you may find right in the morning, wow, I'm hungry. And then that passes. And then you're not hungry. So slight hunger is you want to just keep going. Ignore that. What I'm talking about is a strong hunger. You have stomach pains. You start getting lightheaded, weak grouchy, okay, that means it's time to eat, okay? Especially in the beginning, you're going to have this, you're going to feel fine, all of a sudden you're going to have these symptoms, and that's just a blood sugar crash, so you'll have to just get used to it. But the more and more you do this, uh, the more you're going to go from sugar burning to fat burning more efficiently. That takes time though, okay? So another factor is the estimation of effort it takes to really get into this hardcore. So you're fully in the keto where it's comfortable, you have cognitive benefits, you feel focused, um, you have concentration, your memory, you can actually learn faster. So that's gonna happen over time. But for some people, it could take three to four months, okay? And I'm talking about weight loss too, especially uh, in your midsection and your blood sugars. It just might take time because your whole life you've done this way and now we're trying to undo it and it does take some time. So go into this for the long haul and just um, give it time, okay? All right, the other thing I wanna talk about is how to start this whole thing. Um, the first thing is like, let's say for you, you're doing all these multiple meals per day, you're doing snacks. Uh, the first thing is to lower your carbs. Okay, that's number one. That's automatically gonna start helping you be less hungry so you can go longer. So now you go three meals, no snacks, okay? That's the first goal. It's really important to add enough fat, okay, to go from one meal to the next. Very, very important. 
It's also important to add enough vegetables to also help you go from one meal to the next. A big mistake that people make is they try to do this without enough vegetables. You need vegetables for the potassium and the magnesium and the other minerals and vitamins that help heal insulin resistance and help lower insulin as well as the fiber that feeds the microbes in your gut. And that produces something called butyric acid, which helps insulin resistance, it decreases hunger, it helps blood sugars, it feeds the colon cells, and it helps your immune system. The combination of uh, good fat and vegetables is gonna help you go from one meal to the next. And then just let your body uh, dictate when to eat. So you're gonna find you can go longer. So you skip the breakfast, now you're at two meals a day, and now you start to squish those together slowly, okay? Let your body tell you when to do it to the point where you're not hungry anymore. So then you just do one meal a day. A lot of people are doing this, but you wanna work up to it and just kind of keep it really, really simple. Give it time. These are just principles. Tea through the day. Uh, there's a tea called Hudia uh, Gardenia, which is basically a, an appetite suppressant tea. Uh, it's a very, very powerful antioxidant. You can try doing that if you wanna actually have it help you a little bit. There's other teas as well. You can keep very, very busy because there's nothing worse than you sitting at home in front of the computer and watching the clock, like what am I gonna eat? So you wanna probably get out of the house, go somewhere because that can really help you. Find some activities, but don't just sit and uh, at home. All right, sea salt, very, very important because if you don't consume enough sodium and you're drinking water, you're diluting a little bit of sodium because you may not have enough reserve in your tank of minerals that to draw on through the fasting. So the way that you know um, that you have enough sea salt is that you're not having any headaches, you're not feeling weak muscles, you're feeling strong. Um, but a lot of people have side effects because they're not doing enough sea salt, okay? I would do one flat a level teaspoon a day. You can put that in your food. You can even mix it with water, some of it, not the whole thing, and drink that down. Electrolytes are very, very important too for potassium, magnesium, calcium and uh, find one with high potassium and then that will actually also help you have energy through this as well because when you make the transition you need these nutrients you'll also need b vitamins too so i just want to throw that out there nutritional yeast tablets will, would help you but that will just make the transition smoother the last thing i want to talk about is just uh, make sure that you prepare um for what you're going to be eating so let's say for example you don't really know when you're going to eat because you're going to Go as long as you can with until you're hungry. Bring your food with you if you're going somewhere, but just be prepared because what we don't wanna do is be like, wow, now I'm really hungry and I have no more food because the problem with intermittent fasting is that um, the timing of it, you know, it's like it's sometimes it's hard to time exactly when you're gonna eat and coordinate that with other people. So have your food available so you can go to the correct food. If you don't know about that, I put a link down below. I think I uncomplicated the intermittent fasting and I think I made it easy for you, hopefully. Let me know with your comments below. Hey guys, I just wanna let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.